Welcome back to Duel of Taints. I'm Rhett. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kane. Bailey. Hello. Bailey, we're joining in the studio. <laughs> we're a little rusty. It's been a while, Rhett. Yes. I think on another episode we need to go go through all what happened to us both. You have the best, the best story. I'm not even talking about your appendix. I'm talking about what happened right after your appendix. It's probably the best story I've ever heard. <laughs> it's not that great. It's freaking hilarious, but, you know, and then I had my mishaps. But uh, anyways, this episode is going to be Star Wars-centered, right? Right. Was it not? <laughs> no, yeah. No, we talked about that. No, this whole episode. We but might first, even... let's talk about X... No. <laughs> <laughs> we might even have to do, make this a two-parter. I'm fine with that. That's how insanely Star Wars-centric. So, spoiler alert, if you are one of the three people in the entire world who hasn't seen this movie yet, uh, spoiler alert, we will be talking spoilers. Yup. So, anyways, Rhett. Yes. The first thing I want to talk about, and I, that's why I made Bailey stay here, because I want to hear her opinion. The character, Ray. Yeah. What was that hand motion about? I don't know. You're just so much louder than I am. Well, because the I'm mic's not, closer to me. Is, am I not talking loud enough? Yeah, look, you're peeking. Why you peaking. move it a little closer to you? No. <laughs> We're good. Okay, anyways. The character Ray. I love that character. Probably the best new character they brought in. Yeah. By far. Um, my opinion, well acted. The... Has she ever, has she been in anything else? I didn't bother. Yeah, like smaller stuff, some TV stuff, but I mean, this is like her first major thing that anybody would really notice. And I think she was absolutely perfect in what she was, what her character was supposed to be doing. She did it perfect. It's sort of like uh, Amelia Clark coming out of the woodwork to play um, uh, Daenerys Targaryen in Game of Thrones. That was, her, <coughs> but I think that was her first ever acting job. Outside yeah, of but school. I think I think. I think uh, what's her name Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley hits it out of the park, whereas um, Emily Clark maybe hits a double. I think anybody could have played Daenerys, whereas this one it wasn't really. About this play it. here's my favorite part of this character. I want I want to hear you guys' opinion. See if you've noticed this. And this is really more compliment to the writers. Yeah. The fact that she is a girl is inconsequential. She's not. It's the whole story that it's never like. You know, how can a girl do what she's doing? You know, it's like, oh, you're a girl, you can't do this. She's like, yes, I can, watch me. It doesn't matter. Yeah. that's the, And that's the perfect, uh, to me, that's what they should be doing with female heroes. Well, and that's, Don't I thought make they it a nailed, big deal I that she's they a girl. It on the head. But same thing with Finn, right? It wasn't a big deal that he was black. Because exactly. Because he lives in a fucking place where there's fucking aliens. But even more so, even more so with Ray, because she's a girl and yeah. she's going to be the, the main character, the main yeah. hero. The fact that she was a girl... No the best one, part about it, wasn't, it you didn't notice it. The best part about it is, is that it's a it's a girl hero that whoops ass, and I think girls and boys, like especially young boys and girls, aren't going to give a shit. You know what I mean? They're not going to grow up being like, "Well, there's a princess who's frail and fret." No, it's fucking Ray, and she's a badass. You know? Yeah, like, and but but like that's what I love about the character that they didn't make a big deal out of the fact she was a girl. Yeah, I like. And that to me, too. that's like the perfect way to go about it. Is she could the character could have easily been a boy. I mean, there's no difference. She was kicking just as much ass as any other guy would yeah. have done. I mean, and you know, and even Han Solo, you know, offered her a job because she was right. And talented. now, no mention of the fact, like, well, even though you're a girl, 
I want you to be, you know, my third, my second mate. Yeah. It didn't matter. That's now that's a fucking love. Like finally, he gives him the speech well, he would give anybody. Rebellion is a woman as well. So. Exactly. <laughs> but like even even Princess Leia, she's a princess. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. She still had to be no, saved. Fucking Daisy really doesn't need to be saved by anyone. She doesn't even need some bitch to hold her fucking hand. Right. I mean, that's probably the closest they came to like. Hey, I'm a girl. I don't need your help. But they, they didn't even say it. Now, before we jump into the meat of something I want to talk about with Ray. Okay. Uh, what were your favorite Ray moments? Did you have something that just like jumped out at you as being like? Whoa. For me, for me, my favorite Ray moment was also a Finn moment. Their first encounter, where you know BB-8 is like, and then she like looks over at him. And he's wearing Poe's jacket, you know, and fucking, she starts, like, chasing after him, and he's just, like, looking at her, and he, like, looks behind him, and then she just goes over there, and he starts fucking booking it yeah. and running, and she just beats the shit out of it, slams yeah. him in the face and knocks him on the My ground. favorite like, would be the that. scene that happened right, a little bit before that. I don't know why it's my favorite. I just liked, like, I liked the fact that the character really didn't flinch too much, is when he offered her, like, a shit ton of money for the droid. Yeah. I just I thought she acted that really well. I, I just like that part. I like that part of the character. She, she like hugs all the food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I thought it was pretty well done. I like that. I did also really really enjoy her intro. Like I I enjoyed her intro more than Finn's intro. Oh yeah. Uh, which because like it was just awesome. Like she's hanging up there, like pulling stuff out, wearing the weird mask and all that stuff. Mm. And uh, no, I thought her character and then her house was awesome. Yeah, the the, the ad at yeah. I, I you know I think her character by far is the best of all the new characters. I even like her a lot more than some of the older characters. Oh, I do too. Yeah, I, I thought she was. I mean, I thought she was more dynamic, a little bit more interesting. And I don't want to say I like. I think John Boyega did a great job as Finn. Um, what's his nuts as Poe um, Dameron was fine. He was good. Um, I can't believe I can't remember Oscar the, Isaac. Yeah, and the guy who played uh, Kylo Ren. Thought that he was pretty good. Adam I, Driver. Yeah, I'm, I'm no compl- I have no complaints about any People acting. People shitting on him nonstop too. I don't. I see. I, I, Darth Emo. Blah blah blah. I'm just like shut the no, fuck up. I. I wish I still had access. To me, it, it's painfully obvious he's a villain who's still developing. He's still immature. I mean, it's it's obvious that they're trying to paint him as yeah, a developing. Yeah, come on. James Earl Jones wasn't even the voice of Vader in the first movie. Like, yeah, right? it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, he was. He's the voice of Vader. But not the first time around. Yeah, no. No, 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 but not the first time around. They got James Earl Jones, like, after production of the movie. Oh, that's what you're saying, yeah. Because they were like, we need a better voice. Yeah, David Prowse was, you know... Oi! That, <laughs> that's true, right? Isn't that? Like, yeah, they, no, the, the, they're they, like, we need something more... I think, well, I think during production they realized, like, okay, we need somebody with a little bit more ominous voice than David Prowse, who has a very ominous physical presence, but his voice yeah. is like, Oi! Let's go over here and get the rebels. <laughs> Why, mate? <laughs> I mean, what you say, mate? <laughs> you talking to me, mate? Hello, puppet. <laughs> uh, okay, gr- I'm glad that I'm not wrong about that because I said that and I was like, No, you're right. I thought you meant he was like, James Earl Jones wasn't in New Hope at all. No, like, no he was. <laughs> Anyways, uh, back to Daisy. Yeah, Daisy Ridley. So I was asking you about this earlier, but I decided to save it for the podcast. Have you have you heard this whole she's a Mary Sue nonsense? No. Okay. So first, let me means. fill you in on apparently what a Mary Sue character is. Okay. A Mary Sue character is someone who essentially the short version is they are like a wish fulfillment character for the creator, right? Like 
basically imagine yourself and you're like, I want to go on adventures too. So you create a fucking uh, redheaded, red bearded character named Main Biller or Main Killer <laughs> who, uh, who fucking goes out? In Basically, the world. I write myself into it. But not only that, you're just like the fucking best at everything. Yeah. you're the you're the best fucking pilot. You don't need training. You're the best fucking. And they're saying Daisy or uh, uh, that Ray, Ray is a Mary. They student. do know that this movie was written by somebody who's in their seventies and J.J. Abrams, Lawrence Kasdan, and which, by the way, like so, my whole thing too is the Mary Sue thing. So here, I, I've heard of this term before, but only in books. Yeah. So I fucking looked it up. The origins of it. it comes from some dumb fucking Star Trek fan fiction bullshit where some girl who wrote like not even like a, sh- a fucking piece of short fan fiction that was like not even 2000 words long. Yeah. So like a few fucking pages about Lieutenant Mary Sue on the Starship Enterprise, basically just fucking Kirk and Spock and, and McCoy every chance she got and was like the best ever. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like Lieutenant Mary Sue is a motherfucking Mary Sue or whatever, because yeah. Uh, that's what the fucking term was designed to portray. But the fact that some ass fucking person had to go look this up, figure out what this meant. Like, I feel like some asshole was writing a blog for fucking, you know, insert, uh, this says Matt Walsh written here. all over it. Right. <laughs> yeah. The fucking douchebag. But it's just like any blog, any site that does blog posts, right? Where, where they have the contributors heard the contributors who don't really work for the company. They just blog from home. Yeah. And, and they fucking, I'm going to fucking write a think piece on Star Wars. And so they use some fucking Jesus ancient Christ. term. They use some ancient term that pisses somebody off and all of a sudden everybody's using it. But so, so they're saying that's what, but they're saying Ray is that character that yeah, they're saying there's no reason why she should be good. With flying ships or why she should be good at shooting a blaster or anything like that. It's like, look, it's pretty obvious that she grew up on a fucking desert planet alone, had to learn to fend for herself. I think the movie doesn't do anything or doesn't show anything that they don't set up, right? Like, like even even going so far as seeing, like, Chewie shooting Kylo Ren with the fucking blaster bolt, and you see Ren fucking, like, just soaks the fucking shot up, but he's hurt, right? They set that up by showing when he shoots motherfuckers with it and they go flying, yeah. right? So the fact that Ren takes that fucking shot in the chest and keeps going shows that he took quite yeah. a bit of damage, but is obviously kind of powerful, right? Like, or the, or the whole thing, uh... See, yeah, I can simplify your whole... I can simplify all of this. Yeah. To anybody who's saying that. It's fucking fiction. It Well, it's fucking Star Wars. It's a f- fantasy space opera. It's not... None of it's real. It's a fucking... It doesn't have to be plausible. It doesn't have to be plausible. It has to be entertaining. It has to make you escape your shitty life for two well, and a half hours. Well, that's what I say. I say which it fucking point. did. Well, that's the point of it. It's escapist fiction. And like, it's, you go to see these movies or read these books or whatever because and they're not trying away. to. They're not trying to break new ground. They're not trying to be fucking Ulysses by James Joyce. Like this amazing masterpiece that no one reads because it's almost unreadable, but somehow it's... A masterpiece. It's, the mas- yeah. it's a masterpiece. It's fucking Star Wars. Yeah. Fuck off. I know. Fuck off. I know. I often tell people when they start dissecting the plot and like... Oh my fuck. Fuck you. Yeah. Yes, there's plot holes. Of course. It's fucking Star Wars. Like, jo- like John Schaefer Fuck goes, off. John Schaefer goes, I'm a little tired or I'm a little tired from it and the fact that they ripped the plot straight out of episodes four and six. And I was like... Oh, there's a big base. Four and six? Yeah, it's like I could four maybe, but six no. Fuck off. I know. So and I and and I said, Oh, there was a base that blew up. You said that Lee? John Schaefer. Oh, Sean Schaefer, sorry. I said, oh, I sound John, like some Lee a- would say. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
fuck you, Lee. No, it was John. Oh, well, still. Fuck <laughs> <Park> off, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I said, oh, there was a base that kills planets. Oh, my God. I didn't know I went to go see a Star Wars movie. Shut up. It's Star Wars. Enjoy it. Enjoy seeing your these characters that you've loved no your entire life. No one bitched about it when the, when the fucking Death Star made a reappearance in the Jedi Academy book series. A fucking brand new Death Star threatening the galaxy again. And everyone was like, this was a great book series. Oh, but because he didn't have to look at it on big screen, it was okay. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Anyways, so that's tired. Is there any more about the Mary? <laughs> <laughs> is there any more about the Mary? Oh yeah, well, basically they're just saying her whole entire character is Mary Sue. I say, which is ridiculous. I say that anybody who says that is pretentious and contrived, and they're the dumbest fucks ever. And I, I, to me, that's exactly like they're just they want to. They set her I up. Like it would be a Mary Sue. They like they set her up right to be a competent character. She grew up alone. She had to fend for herself. She, we get to see her beat the shit out of two guys who attack her over a droid. We get to see her fucking pulling parts off of a fucking Star Destroyer. Which, and the, the thing, when she beat the shit out of the two guys with that staff thing, that kind of sets up the fact, like, yeah, she'd probably be okay wielding a lightsaber. Yeah. So it's like, yes, there's plot holes in the movie. Of course there fucking is. Every single movie has plot holes. At, no, name a movie. There's a plot hole in it. Maybe it's small, but it's fucking there. It's, yeah. But this is Star Wars. It's fucking Star Wars. Shut up. I thought. Enjoy that, honestly, it. I thought honestly they did a really great job of covering their bases. Like they I think hardly they did. I ever think... show anything that they didn't set up at least with a piece of dialogue or showing you something. Whatever l- plot holes there are, and there are a few, but not not that many. They no in no way, shape, or form ruin the movie at all, or ruin the experience of watching it. Can I say though that one of my, I don't know. We can get there. We I want to get to our. I want to get to yeah, our whatever yeah, yeah. criticism. But Bailey, Bailey, that's the reason why I, want, I, I wanted you here. What, as a girl, your opinion on Ray? Um, I, I, she's I, a Mary Sue. She's a five when he wrote that. Um, <laughs> Fuck you guys. No, I really liked her. I appreciated it. Kind of like what you said, like it did. It wasn't really like pointed out or made blatantly obvious if she's a girl, obviously, other than the fact that a female character or a female. But like, it wasn't like, oh, you're a girl, you can't do that. It wasn't like, you sure you know how to drive this or fly this, you know, being a girl and all. Like, nothing like that ever came up. And I mean, and not that I. I don't really care much movies, but like they didn't have to like kind of sex her up to make her an appealing character. Exactly, yeah. that's another thing I should have mentioned. Even if they had, I would be like, okay, whatever. She's still a badass. If, if everything had played out the way it did, and she was showing cleavage the whole time, I wouldn't have thought any different about the character. But it was kind of nice, like oh, like she didn't really have any costume changes. Like she never had more makeup in certain scenes. Yeah, she like, had one just... costume change, and oh, that was after the movie. It was the same thing as after after New Hope. They blow up the Death Star, and then you see Luke and Han wearing different set of clothes. Oh, okay, yeah. Cause... She wore a different set of clothes when she got on the Falcon and flew to Luke. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Um, but otherwise, she. But it was the same, the same outfit. Exact... It was just different fabric. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it was the exact same. And like the fact that it was kind of cool. That I mean. Obviously, it was probably a joint effort on multiple character level, but, um, what's his name? My, I'm spacing Finn? Out. Finn. Like, really depended on her for a good majority of the movie. Yeah, but it was... My favorite interactions so of the entire it, movie it, it, were between them. Yeah, and it wasn't as if it was, like, unbalanced, like, one needed more than the other, but it, that's what it was. It wasn't really unbalanced. Like, yeah. Oh, he definitely needed her more than she needed that's him. That's true. Well, because he got her into more of the pickle than she got him into, but... Yeah, but, but I mean, it, it, again, they never made it a big deal, like, oh man, I have to, 
you know, I have to rely on a girl. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, you're relying, it's basically, I'm relying on this badass. Uh, yeah, you happens to be on a girl. This person. It's, uh, she's a person before she's a girl. Like, to me, they could not have handled the character of Ray any better. I think it's. I thought it was great. I thought it was a great move on Disney. You want to hear something, though, that Disney's not doing right? Including Ray in any of their toy lines. They aren't? No, you can hardly find any Ray toys. Even Captain Phasma is hard to find. Why? Don't know. But no, but I've know, seen I've seen online. I've seen Ray toys. Maybe, but like I've been seeing like a ton of people for Christmas, like going to the <laughs> toy stores, and they got the pack of toys. And there's fucking Finn and Poe Dameron and Kylo Ren. Is it, and then is there's it possible that like, all those were sold out. Like like very well Ray, could be. It Ray is so popular, be, but I know, selling out. But fast. it's been quite. So, it's been such a phenomenon that it's been all over news websites and. But it's just hard but to not believe only that, Disney but they wouldn't have, do that. So they had they had Finn Poe and like Kylo Ren or something, right? And then they had two extras, like bonus toys, and it was like it was like BB eight and then a generic stormtrooper. <laughs> or like two generic stormtroopers. Well, well then maybe at this age, maybe that's on purpose. Maybe they're trying to make her toys even more rare so it's in more in demand. So they could can be, sell but what about Phasma? Oh, that's a good point. They actually had a lot of strong female leads because they had, well, obviously Ray, Leia, and then with the other planet that they get to, that they shield to. Oh yeah, Mass. Yeah. That's the most. If any, I've heard more criticism, not necessarily about the oh, character. I, I liked her too. They, they they criticized the CGI, which yeah, I mean you could tell CGI wasn't like oh my god, that's how they're doing this. But I liked. There wasn't a single new character I disliked or like. Why the fuck is that there? Yeah, I liked everything. Every every everybody in the movie, I thought it was well done. I like that little cantina scene there, basically. Where yeah, I've heard a lot of Chris. A lot of Chris criticism I heard is like, oh, really? man, they're they're trying too much to be like most Eisley, you know. And- that's, some, that's such bullshit, dude. I mean, come on, you fucking. The thing I hate is you you play like let's say you even play like Star Wars Dungeons and Dragons, right? You're all in your fucking imagination. Guess where every single fucking adventure in Star Wars Dungeons and Dragons I've ever played started. In a motherfucking cantina. Yeah. In a fucking bar on some fucking space station or some planet. And literally, there was fucking jizz music playing in the background. Yes, it's called jizz music. <laughs> J-I-Z. All right, later. Bye. Uh, yeah, they, the cantina music from New York. Okay, good, she's gone. Fucking race sucks. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> it's called jizz music. Anyway. But, no, I... I loved Ray. And there's and my another favorite thing. Interaction, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. My favorite interactions in the whole movie were between Finn and Ray. Their yeah. first meeting when she fucking runs after him and she's got that face. The face is the best. It's just fucking twisted up and she and he's like looking around, he runs, and then later on, like one of my other favorite scenes is like when they're crawling underneath yeah. the vents in I like Han's that. ship. I like that scene a lot too. I like But then a lot of people cri- yeah, I hate the critic Why didn't the monster kill him? And it's like Maybe it ate all the other people and was full, you piece of shit, and wanted to take it back to its lair where he could. Yes, yeah, so that's one of those plot. Like that's, that's one of the small plot holes in the movie. It's like why didn't the monster eat him right there instead? It's of, why didn't the fucking Wampa eat Luke, you piece of shit? It, who? Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, who gives a shit? How does that? You know, how could that possibly ruin the movie for somebody? Why does someone even have? To, you why know, does someone care that that's a plot hole? You know who what's the difference? Cares? You know what the difference between this new Star Wars movie and the prequels is? Is it's that good. well? Yeah, I mean, I like the prequels. No, no, I'll defend the prequels all watched, day long. No, I went I'll defend. Watch the couple, dude. No, you know I mean, I, I, no, I'll defend the prequels to the day I die. Even, even Attack of the Clones, which in my opinion is far by far the worst Star Wars movie I've ever made. I will defend them, dude. But they are. 
Because in my opinion, bad Star Wars is better than no Star Wars. Can I tell Wars. you, though, how badass I forgot the scene was when fucking Yoda confronts Emperor Palpatine and he's like, if so powerful you are, why leave? Right? No, there's, <laughs> I'm like, what? There's, That's such a badass but line. The, there's great scenes. Like, the, the lightsab- lightsaber duels in all the movies are fantastic. I like the lightsaber fighting in these. You have, one, though, like, the more. music, especially in uh, Phantom Menace, is fucking unreal. You have Darth Maul, who's probably... One of the most popular characters yeah. in Star Wars yeah. ever. Now, um, but no, what I was going to say, the difference between these movies are, is that everybody, when talking about the prequels, pretty much just has to talk about how great the original trilogy is, right? Because there's no escape. Like, people are like, yeah, Star Wars sucks. And it's like, no, 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 no. The original trilogy is great, yeah. right? Like, come on. Millennium Falcon, Han Solo, Chewbacca, yeah. Chew- <laughs> you know, uh, Boba Fett. <laughs> Uh, and, and, but the difference I think with this one that I found is that more often than not, I have to put down the original trilogy. Like people are like, yeah, oh, you know what I didn't like about this movie? I'm like, dude, you fucking worship the ground, a movie, a movie, uh, you worship the ground that this movie walks on. The fucking main guy has a goddamn seventies disco haircut the entire first movie. You Mm -hmm. fuck. It's literally a seventies space disco. That's all episode four is. You cunt. And you're sitting here talking about how shitty Force Awakens is? I don't even under... Like, literally, if it was not 1997 or 1977, fucking New Hope would have failed miserably. It would have been the dumbest shit anybody had ever seen. That's what I have to say. Fuck uh, yeah, no, I, the purists. <laughs> the pure... Uh, fuck, it's fucking Star Wars. Enjoy. That's why I hate. I hate people who are like... Okay, if you don't like... If you, just, if you don't like Star Wars just because you don't like that type of movie, fair enough. Fine. Okay, I get it. But I hate the fucking people who, like, you know, they're... Like you said, star, original trilogy purists, you know, and so like, and they basically like, well, this one's just like New Hope. I don't you like know, it. You know, Motherfucker, yes, it, it's kind of like New Hope. There's some similarities, but there's also some things that are way different. Motherfucker, enjoy the fucking movie. You know, it's though, as the far, best as far, one since Empire Strikes Back. As far as I could try, though, I could almost not find anything negative to make fun of about, about uh, Empire Strikes Back. Like, go through the movie, like, scene by scene. Oh, Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, try to think of something when people are shitting on Force Awakens, right? And they're like, yeah, Empire Strikes Back's the best. I don't know why they fucking, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, try to, and you're trying to think of something to shit on in Empire Strikes Back for that. I I never shit on Empire. Empire's my... I'm not saying that you don't, because look, I don't shit on Star Wars, but I have been for these fucks. But yeah, no, no, I say, like, yeah, there's, it's... But can you think of anything that can be made fun of in it? As a, as a mental exercise, can you think of anything in Empire that could be made fun of or poked at or offhand, shit Offhand, no. Maybe there is if I sat and watched it at the beginning, but offhand, no, I can't. To me, it's one of, it's one of the best films ever made. It's, it's amazing. Really it's a masterpiece. Film. Like, but so you think about Return, which like the first half is fucking incredible, but then you have got the Ewoks and you can just shit all over and the, the Ewoks. And the Ewoks are kind of... But that's the only part in Return you but, can make fun of. Yeah, but even then, I liked, I liked you know, a lot of the Ewoks, like the, the that final battle scene with the Ewoks... That's I like entertaining. That. Yeah. I like it. I loved it as a kid. I still like it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're a little cheesy. It's like they could have did a little, I mean. But so fucking what? It's it's fun. It's a fun movie to watch. It's a movie I can have my kid watch. Yeah. I have no problem with Return but or But New Hope is so easy to fucking pick apart. Yeah. Everything about it. And then people though, that's what I don't understand. I still maintain it's I know I just said um Empire's one of the best movies. The greatest movie ever made. Not quality, but the greatest movie ever made is A New Hope. Greatest movie. No movie has ever had an impact on popular culture, culture so, yeah. for so long as A New Hope has. No, I definitely agree with that. And look, when I shit on New Hope, 
it's not because I don't like it. I actually, I fucking love Star Wars. Um, but uh, these people, like John Schaefer, who's like, yeah, pretty tired that they fucking ripped from episode four. And I'm like, dude, you're fucking pissed off that... Okay, no one was saying that shit in 1999 when Phantom Menace came out. But if you watch Phantom Menace, it rips from A New Hope too, Just they as much. They all do. They all have the same basic... They all fucking take place on a desert planet. <laughs> Yeah, but they all have the same basic outline. You think about it? Qui-Gon Jim, you know, discovers this young Jedi. Yeah. Okay, he needs to take him somewhere else. Yeah. To train him. Well, Qui-Gon Jim dies, you know. Yeah. Fighting someone else. Yeah. Same thing with... Same thing yeah. in New Hope. Obi-Wan taking Luke Skywalker. He's going to train him somewhere else. Obi-Wan dies. This one, Han Solo... Taking Ray, I mean, I know it's not exactly the same, but you know, it's yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. He's taking her, or he's, he's, he's at this case, he's trying to rescue her. But Hansel is gonna basically take, is taking her under his wing. He dies. Yeah, so there's similarities. But that's storytelling in general, dude. You can fucking pick apart any movie. There's only four types of storylines, and if you think about it, right? Yeah, there's only four. So why the fuck does anyone care? I, people are just, I think because the movie is so popular, you have all these fucking. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. These hipster fuck faces. Who just have to rip it apart. It, they have the to be, Wars... they have to sound smarter than the common person who loves well, it. Well, and that's the other thing too, is like I feel like they just want to go against the grain because it's yeah. been such a fucking like slam dunk in movie theaters. So it's dude. made one point four billion dollars <laughs> already. Yeah. Like shit. It's been it two, hasn't even opened in China weeks. yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it I wanna say we go back, I can't remember what episode, but I predicted it'd make three billion. I'm fucking right. This fucking movie's gonna make over three billion dollars in the theater. You've seen it three times so far? Four. Three, yes. I I still have only seen it twice, but I've been meaning to go back and see it again. Yeah. I saw it once uh, with you, obviously. Yeah. Then uh, once with Brantley, <laughs> who was sitting right behind you, <laughs> which is funny because towards the end of the movie, he was getting... He antsy, never yeah. never got bored. He was getting antsy. The kid just can't sit still. Yeah. He was shoot Like, every time there's an explosion, he was pretending he was shooting. Yeah. And we're like, I wonder what Rhett's thinking right now. I couldn't even see him. Well, I thought you could hear him. Hardly, hardly. The only guy that I was really annoyed with was, like, there was some guy in front of us, like, who kept saying shit and coughing and, like, and literally, to me, and then, like, everybody on that side of the theater started coughing. I was like, did every motherfucker in this theater catch a cold in the last hour and a half? Jesus, fucking take some cough medicine, you cunts. I was coughing right behind you, too. I'm sorry. It wasn't that bad. You weren't that bad. Jason coughed a few times, but that that's that's not the shit I'm complaining about. No. It was the other fuckers. Oops. No, um... Which, I hate that shit in any movie. I'm just... My least favorite part about Force Awakens is not the movie. It's... It's the fact that all these fucking... Uh, hipster... Hipster fuckface dickhole assholes just have to... The same go against, They people, have to though. go against the grain. They have to be trolls. They have to talk shit about a movie. If you don't like the movie, fine. Fair enough. You have every right not to like it. I'm sure there's plenty of people who have valid reasons. Like, I just don't like sci-fi movies. Okay, yeah. cool. Fair enough. But then, like, they're shitting on it for... They're saying it's major flaws is basically what makes Star Wars so awesome. I know. I know. It's fucking Star Wars. It's it's escapism at its finest. For two and a half hours, I forgot about all my problems. 
and I got to watch a fucking badass movie. You know, the first time I saw it, I was I was really like conflicted about it in a weird way because I was like, oh my god, like this is what I've been waiting for for months, right? And I was like, and in the end, it was just a movie. Like, isn't that was? Yeah. Did you have that sort of weird thing? I. I came out of the movie theater and I was like, oh, man, I was just waiting that whole time for just a movie. I know because I've always maintained Star Wars isn't just a movie. It is a film know, franchise. But, but so, is, no, I, to me, it's Star Wars is more than that. So, no, I, I, I guess well, that's I That's the thing. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Star Wars is obviously more than that. But ultimately, what we waited for was the release of yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah, you literally, you watch yeah, you're right. it and it's over. Right? Yeah. It's not like we can go. It's not like we're kids, right? And we can watch New Hope and then be like. Oh, that was pretty good. And then somebody's like, wait a minute, pops in Empire Strikes Back and all of a sudden like, what? <laughs> and then it just doesn't end for you yeah. because you could just, you, you go to the next one and then you go to the next one. Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad we only have to wait a year and a half and not like two years or three years. Yeah. Um, But I was a little conflicted when I came out of the theaters and I was like, uh, like slightly disappointed that it was over. And also, like, re- I always... That's a good thing, because that means it was good. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm not saying it was a bad part oh, no, of the I, movie. Yeah, no, I know you're not saying it. Yeah. Um, but I always am like that. That's how I was when I came out of seeing Attack of the Clones, right? Yeah. Like, I was just, like, we- weirdly... I mean, I love... Like, when I watched Attack of the Clones, I was young enough and stupid enough that it was just Star Wars. I mean, it wasn't anything... I wasn't holding it up to the fucking uh, court of public opinion or, like, you know, the current Metacritic score... Or Rotten Tomatoes. It, to me, it was Star Wars, and it was fucking great. I went and yeah. saw it in theaters. I was like, this is fucking... It wasn't until I was in high school or later that I was like, oh, I guess that movie does sort of have some flaws. <laughs> but it's still Star Wars. You can still... Enjoy. Exactly. I can, I can watch all three of the prequels and still have a fine time. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'll defend those movies to the day I die. There's, yeah. I mean, yeah, they kind of suck, but fuck you. It's Star yeah, Wars. I mean, it's Star Wars. Obviously... It's Star Wars. Your point isn't invalid. Obviously, I have no room to talk because my favorite movie is Sahara, so... <laughs> <laughs> but any movie can be in anybody's favorite movie, no matter how shitty it is. Yeah. So... Yeah, but it, it was interesting. It wasn't until the second time I saw the movie where I was completely satisfied by... And right, and obviously, like, because of the tragedy that takes place in Force Awakens, you know, there on the catwalk thing and... Well, Han so- well we already said spoilers, so Han Solo dies. Han Solo dies. Which... Uh, I, I guess Hans or Harrison Ford. I guess it's he wanted to die. He wanted the character to die in Return of the Jedi. They said no because they wanted that character arc with him between him and Leia yeah. to come. Because they status. originally were going to make eight, nine, and ten yeah. as the next trilogy. Yeah, or it's eight, nine, ten, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Um, but I think Harrison Ford said, "You get me for one movie, make it count." I think they did. I think it was, they it was well done. <clears throat> I think so too. And. I dislike that the character died. I love Han Solo, but... And I think that was part of it, too, right? Because, like, I've I've spent the better part of the last, like, 15 years being overly emotionally invested in these characters. Yeah. Right? Because I read the fucking expanded universe. Like, when fucking Chewie died in the EU, like, that Yeah, but he fucking, has one of the best deaths possible. It was awesome, but at the same time, like, you read it, and it still, like, hurts in a weird way, because you love these characters. Yeah, like, I read something... And then seeing the way it affects Han, it makes it even suck more. Yeah. But I read something about, like, why didn't they have Chewie die? Why did it have to be Han? And one, Harrison Ford only wanted to do one movie. But Chewie's a character because you don't see who the actual actor is. Yeah, Peter Mayhew. And Peter, Chewie Bach in this movie is played by two different guys. Yeah. Because Peter Mayhew's getting up there in age, and people that tall don't do well when they're old. Yeah. So when Chewbacca's sitting or just standing up, that's Peter Mayhew. When he's, like, running around doing shit, that's this other guy. But that's a character you could you can have continued. Plus, 
Wookiees live to like four or five hundred years old, and Chewbacca is only 200, 230 years old. Do they live that long? Yeah. Oh. I mean, granted, that's the lake, you know, uh, legends. Yeah. But still, I mean, <clears throat> that's a character you could easily carry on for more movies, even past I mean, this trilogy. And that was part of like that was part of what made me definitely like come to grips with uh, my satisfaction with the movie was when I realized that I would much rather have when I realized that my sadness when reading Chewie's death and my sadness at Han's death, like, Chewie's was greater. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, good, so the right character lived. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, plus, I was like, I'm glad this shit's rewritten. Oh, uh, something you. I fucking heard about. <laughs> something I heard, I read. I don't know if it's true. We'll find out, hopefully, when the DVD comes out and this, the deleted scenes. But apparently J.J. Abrams actually filmed, written, wrote and filmed a scene in that, that cantina where somebody's harassing Ray. And Chewbacca comes out of nowhere and rips his arms out of his socket. Because oh, I guess this is what I this is what I read. I don't know if it's fact, but I guess J.J. Abrams always, when you're growing up watching his movies, always wondered what that would look like. And now when he had the opportunity, he's like, "Oh, I'm fucking filming it." <laughs> and so I guess he just went for it. And Disney t- like watched it and be like, "Fuck you! You're not showing that. <laughs> oh. We're Disney. You can't do that." Oh, fuck that bullshit! I, I mean, mean, I I agree that 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 you, it could have been a 20 second scene. You know, but you could have... Everybody who's ever... Don't even show it on camera. Just have it happen, and then see the guy armless afterwards. But everybody who's ever loved watched Star Wars has always wondered, like, what... I want to see a Wookiee tear the arms out of somebody's socket. Yeah. And fucking J.J. Abrams just happened to do it, but so hopefully it's just in the deleted scenes when the DVD comes out, because I want to see that. That'd be nice. I'd like to see that, too, if that's true. And, And Chewbacca... I love this movie. Chewbacca had definitely had a... I think he had a little bit more character. He had a little bit more character, a little bit more depth, which is cool. And it's it's nice seeing him be a badass after Han dies, where Chewbacca does that one. I wanted to see him motherfucking swing that goddamn bowcaster like a baseball bat after, just like you know, fucking. That's one of my criticisms. Just like fucking, bam, slam some bitch in the face. This is one of my criticisms about the movie, and it's not a big criticism. It didn't ruin it for me. I would have liked to see, like you just said. Chewbacca done more, like really go berserk. Now, to be fair, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is .5 seconds long when they're in the fucking circular base and Finn goes, oh wait, I got an idea how we can get in there. And then you see Captain Phasma walking and then also you see the fucking fists go over Captain Phasma's face. (laughs) Like, Well, Chewbacca was definitely, you got, you definitely got, like, okay, Chewbacca is a badass. Yeah. But like, after Han dies, Chewbacca shoots, he does that roar and then he shoots uh, Kylo Ren. Ren. And then he shoots like five, maybe four or five stormtroopers, and he then he blows the place up while he's yeah. still inside. Like to me, it was like okay, finally Chewbacca's. I mean, he was. You always tell he, he was a, a badass in the, the original trilogy, but it's like okay, fuck yeah, Chewbacca's getting you know some and you know, and then you see him afterwards where he's sad. You know, he's holding his head, and then you see him. You know, before that, you know, when he's injured and that nurse is talking to him, like, wow, you must be so brave and. Chewbacca's <laughs> I, 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 always been my favorite. He's always had a special place in my heart. Yeah, yeah. So like, my number one thing going to movies like you better not fucking kill Chewbacca because I need at least three more movies of this fucker. I know. Did you see like some of his like like sexy porno look uh, Chewbacca in some of the scenes? Like, I feel like there's so many times where I'm like, geez, like. Chewie's making sexy eyes right now. Like when he <laughs> oh, like, oh, when he, he looks like, at her down at Ray and he's got like, and I was like, bam, the first time I saw that, I was like, I was like, wow, that's cool because that's another thing of death. Like you, you, 
to me, it looked like, okay, Chewbacca, he's looking at this person with genuine, like, I like this girl. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It looked very genuine. And the second time, I, the same thing you just said, I'm like, does Chewbacca want to fuck Ray? <laughs> yeah. Is that going to happen in the next one? <laughs> because I'm not saying that turns me on, but I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah, you. it's because you just want to know what it would look like. <laughs> what does a Wookiee's dick look like? I bet it's big. <laughs> Maybe they don't have dicks. Maybe they have, like, some other sexual right? organ. I mean, they are fucking uh, aliens. Yeah. So that was, one of my little, that was one of my criticisms. Like, Chewbacca, I didn't think, go berserker enough. Because like, Empire Strike Back, how he just goes fucking berserk. I mean, right when they're, when they're going to lower Han down to... Oh, yeah, he, like, throws his guys So he just starts, like, tearing all the stormtroopers apart. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, Chewbacca's first time you see Chewbacca, like, oh, fuck. You know what I was a little bummed was we saw Lando's co-pilot, but we didn't fucking see Lando. You think they're that's gonna... There's another theory I have. You think they're gonna bring Billy D. Williams back, or you think he's Oh, yeah. Or, Here's what's gonna happen. He does not look good <laughs> for his age. <laughs> no, but... I mean, he had a he had a episode as a guest star in, uh... A comic book man? Oh, I guess. Yeah, he's on that. He didn't look good. Uh, one of my favorite shows, White Collar. Yeah. Uh... You know, it's just this show about con men, basically, and... Oh, he's on that. He has a guest... He has one episode on that where he comes back and he plays, like, this old-school con man who yeah. did his... You know, who who kind of did his thing during, like, the 60s and 70s, and he's got the old-school way of life. And he has this, like, real smooth, like, kind of jazzy voice. He's like, yeah, I like that. I do... I can dig that, you know? And and he, it's sort of like... It's like the clashing of the old-school yeah. and the new-school way. Yeah. I love that episode, but he does not look good for it. I mean, he's he's dresses up nice and he's got his suit on and he's, you know, he's doing the whole like, yeah, you know, we're doing this whole thing. We're doing crime. And he's a smooth talker kind of guy. I think I think for Lando, I think they can work him in there. Here's my prediction. But it's going to now it doesn't matter cuz Han's dead. No, but here's my, here's my prediction. He fucks Leia. That would be cool. And <laughs> <laughs> here's my prediction. I I I'm, I'm probably wrong. But I'm I'm thinking the writers know that everyone thinks Ray is Luke Skywalker's kid, Lando's kid. No, Ray is not going to be anybody's any of the main characters' kids. It's, it's they're going to throw some kind of like st- random story in there. It's like oh, okay, maybe Luke was taking care of her. Like uh, maybe she really is the chosen one. You know? Yeah. And he stashed her there, but he, she's not his kid or something like that. I think Finn, I think they left it more open for Finn to be Lando's kid. How he was taken from birth, never going to know his family. He's black. black. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's only one other character in Star Wars, you know, history that's black, a main character. Mace Windu, you dumb fuck. Well, yeah, you're right. But <laughs> I meant like, I meant like, I guess that he could possibly... They could poss- still be alive? Yeah, that, that he no, could no, possibly... No. I think Mace stuff. could still be alive, dude. Maybe. I'm waiting for the Sammy J comeback. He's going to come back and he's going to be like, yo, yo, yo. You think they're going to have Hayden Christensen do uh, Force Ghost as Anakin for Luke? Because they can still get Frank Oz and... Uh, no, nah, it's too long. He's gone, dude. What? It's too long. He's for- gone. Yeah, they, Force Ghost only lasts a certain amount of time. You think you're gonna have Yoda? I no. think they will. No, I think you're going to see Yoda. Yoda's voice was in it, but it was, it was McGregor's too. And 
Allegheny's. Like, they actually combined. Like, Did they combine? Because I heard that they had Ewan McGregor record it, and then they're like, wait a minute, if we can get old Obi-Wan's voice, why can't we? So they cut his voice from when he said, like, afraid or something. Well, maybe maybe you're right. But and I then they I were just heard. like, then they just had Ewan McGregor's voice and like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Thanks, cunt. <laughs> Thanks for coming all the way to the studio, but we're not using your shit. Here's your twenty dollars. <laughs> right. Eat some BK on us, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think I don't know. I think we're gonna be in, in for some more surprise. I think Yoda will make an appearance. Maybe it'll be his last appearance as a Force Ghost before he takes off. Could be. I don't know how long they last, honestly, because. You know, it was during EU some, in the Expanded Universe sometime when Obi-Wan came to Luke and was like, by the way, it's going to be the last time you see me. Like, I got to go. Like, I can't hang around forever. And yeah. It's time for me to join the Force. Maybe they'll do that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I bet you I bet you we'll see some Luke Force ghost. Motherfucker's going to die in Empire Strikes Back or uh, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I just meant to say the next episode or the one. Yeah, after. I think I think this next episode will be the last living Luke Skywalker, we'll see. And, and then in the, the episode 9, he'll be back as a Force ghost. Or maybe they're going to maybe they're going to throw us for a loop and he'll be in the next two movies and die at the cuz you you know for you know they're going to have to have all these old characters come to an end because you can't have Carrie Fisher playing Leia well into her hundreds if Carrie yeah. Fisher eventually they're getting older. Yeah. You got you got to have these characters come to an end at some point. Chewbacca is one of the few ones you can carry on because yeah, anybody can wear it. You, you need a guy who's 7 foot tall. There's 50 Though, of them in the NBA. Can we talk about how dumb Chewbacca's feet looked in a few of those shots? Like did you ever see that and you're like, "Ugh." <laughs> yeah. That's something I'm willing to forgive. Uh, it was almost as bad as no, it's not even as bad as like the Hobbit feet. Like where you look at it, it's like that's dumb. You know, what can they do? I get. I mean, nothing, nothing. No, I, just, I forgive it. I just, I, I saw. I, it, I was like, there, there was no flaw in that movie where it's I. It's almost I, like when I saw the Hobbit in IMAX, and you could see the prosthetics like on their ears and shit. It's like, oh, yeah. It's just, <laughs> oh man, camera technology some, is better than prosthetic technology. Yeah, now. sometimes you just have to look past it. Yeah. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about Kylo Ren, if you don't mind. Yes. Um, I I like the character. I got I got exactly what they were trying to do. They're trying to show a villain in development. And he's... and Yeah, he's... So, yeah, he's going to be throwing temper tantrums. He's going to be emo little bitch. Yeah, because he's young, and he's impressionable, and he's conflicted. And my favorite part about it, so many people bitched about the Darth Emo bullshit, and they're like, it's no better than Hayden Christensen, right? I'm sad. No. I'm scared. I'm emo-. And I was like... I'm emotionally confused. I said, no. I said, Hayden Christensen's uh, portrayal, his, all the shit that we have bad to say about Hayden Christensen was a byproduct of bad acting. Everything that you can say bad mm-hmm. about Kylo Ren is a byproduct of bad writing, or simply development, Yeah. right? Like, it's not a, he's a good actor. He portrayed a, a, a conflicted character very well. I I don't have any complaints about the character Kylo Ren. I don't either. With the exception of another criticism I have, and it's not a big one, because I, I get why they didn't develop it as much. There wasn't as much connection between Han Solo and Ben or Kylo Ren. Yeah. Like, there wasn't much development, like... Because it didn't make but it, that, yeah. But I realized that could come later. They could show flashbacks yeah. in the next one. So... <clears throat> It's nothing I lose sleep over because, but I would have liked to seen a little bit more. And can we just say something here? Like everybody's shitting, like all, all the critics who are shitting on Force Awakens, they don't realize one thing. Our critics, 
actual movie critics? She not because it has like no, pretty no, no. damn I just mean, good reviews. I just mean the dumb fucking couch critics. Like, oh okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, you know, all the people who write on you know fucking Reddit. insert shit blog here. Yeah, uh, here's one thing that they seem to be forgetting. Right now, this movie has 1.4 billion dollars. Empire Strikes Back was better than the movie that came before it. Attack of the Clones, better than the movie that came before I disagree, it. I disagree on that one, but yeah. Okay. Doesn't matter. Exp- think about what they are going to do with the next two movies. Is If this is the bench that they set, if this is the benchmark yeah. for excellence, even if the movie is just as, is, is just as good, just barely just as good as, as the next one, it's still uh, going to be great. But yeah. it's not going to be just as good. It's going to be bigger and better. The storytelling is going to be it's bigger be darker. and darker. Middle, the middle movie of trilogies is usually, almost always not the enough darker. lightsabers for you in Force Awakens. There's probably going to be some more fucking lightsabers in yeah. the next one, whatever it's going to be called. I, it's going to be called the First Order Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you think it's going to be called? I, I, um, I, if this was the Force Awakens, because look, look at look at history. You got the Phantom Menace. Attack and then uh, Revenge. And Revenge. All three relatively negative titles. Right? Yeah, sure. But Attack of the Clones, I think, sounds... It sounds negative, but it's... It... Well, let's take the prequels out of it, because they kind of change... Okay, okay, New Hope. A New Hope, a very positive... Then the Empire fucking strikes back. Empire strikes back, which is the, the negative, and the they darkest. Win. They win. Yeah, and then Return of the Jedi. Like... That we're right so there. So we have the Force Awakens, which is basically which is like it's, it's a, a lot like a new, new hope. hope. The next one's got to be like, um, Attack of the Wrens or the <laughs> Attack of the the yeah Kylo. Maybe they call it like the Knights of Ren. Do you think they're gonna stick with like noun verb or like verb noun like title right like revenge? Oh, how they! I guess all those ones are all like. Verb nouns, but then all the all the all the tri- the original trilogy are all noun verb, right? You got a new hope. Yeah, I don't know if that works. No, that doesn't work. Hope is a verb. Yeah, I mean, not in this case. But well, a new is. hope refers to Luke Skywalker, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, and then yeah, and then the Empire, and then it does something, and then Re- Return of the know, Jedi. Fuck, where I, there's no rules for this shit. Why am I trying? to Yeah, I guess we're we're trying to put I'm rules dumped. into something that. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. The next one, I think, will be better. Than than the Force Awakens, and I love the four. I love Force Awakens. I I'd give it if I had to give it a, a great. If we're great grading it, I give it a solid A, probably A plus, uh, like ninety six percent. Look, in terms of like the merits of filmmaking and what it's accomplished and all that, like yeah, I'd give it a solid A, like at least ninety out of a hundred, if not more. I would give it like a ninety six. <clears throat> I'm not saying it's on the same level as fucking The Godfather, Empire Strikes Back, but. It does exactly what you want it to go do, uphill, right? It's only going to yeah, exactly. go up. Yeah, exactly. It's only going to get better. If it this, can't if this get is worse, kill it. No, no. I <laughs> here's here's the deal. It's Disney. Yeah. I knew as soon as Disney bought, I'm like, okay. When they announced we're going to do another trilogy, like this is going to be awesome. Disney is not going to allow. I just, I just want to see like if if I, I, I'm shit. not saying Disney. Oh, the corporation's amazing. No, this cor- Disney wants to make a shit ton of money. And to do that with Star Wars, you need it to be fucking good. If the worst shit that they have to say 
about it are, are this little nitpicky bullshit that they have with flat flat characters, no plot, blah blah blah, transparency. <sighs> I just if that's the worst shit they have to say, I want to see their fucking faces <coughs> when they see the next one. Like, what are they going well, to I just, say? I just think that's all they're grasping at straws and making up shit because I don't see any character as very flat. I don't either. Maybe, maybe Poe Dameron, you could make an argument as flat. I don't think Have you he heard was. the theory that he's gay? Yeah, I actually have. I he, thought that the moment I, I laid eyes on him, I was like, he's the gayest motherfucker I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't care. And not in a bad way. I'm I don't saying, care either way. I don't, I, I, I don't think, I think there's in this trilogy, there's going to be a lot less romance than the original. Do you think Finn's gay? I don't care. They had some serious bromance going on. I mean, they hugged. I thought they were gonna go for like a yeah. like a clasping of hands and then they but, hugged but then, and I was but like, then gay but, <laughs> yeah but then uh, Finn was also like you got a boyfriend a cute boyfriend yeah yeah I really like that was a really good Finn was a thing. very good comic relief like the stuff between him and BB-8 yeah. I loved it in fact BB-8 is my favorite joy of the entire Star Wars franchise oh. I like I like him more than R two D two wasn't it kind of fucking sad though when you see BB-8 and you're like and then you see him with R two D two for the first time and you're like oh. R2-D2 is horribly fucking dated. Like, look at those wheels. <laughs> fucking legs with wheels? Yeah, but what dumb shit. No, and don't get me wrong, I have a lot of love in my heart for C-3PO and R2-D2. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Who doesn't? But... I'll fight anybody who talks shit about those characters. He looked like an oversized garbage can but, after watching BB-8. But I think at a certain movie. point, you got to just move on from the old characters. Yeah, Chewbacca can carry on longer than most characters could. R2-D2 could. C-3PO, you just have to find someone with a similar voice to Anthony Daniels is all you'd have to do. Hey, by the way, I heard I, I heard one too many people say, what happened to the dish on top of the Millennium Falcon? Oh, I don't know. Go watch Return of the Jedi yeah. again, you dumb fuck. It falls off when he's flying out of the fucking Death Star. God damn it. I do you did, even like I Star did, Wars? I did notice, like, oh, they never got that fixed, huh? The, they did, In my though. head, I literally they was did. like, wow, they never fixed they it. They added a smaller dish to it. Oh, they did? It's a I smaller rectangle oh, dish. Oh, I never... See, but in my head, I was thinking like, like, I was thinking it like I would notice if you had never gotten like a dent fix. Like, oh, I never got that dent fix on this car. Yeah, I was thinking like it was real. Like, oh, they never, never got around to fixing That's that. That's what I thought. And I was like, why am I fucking? Well, I saw the dish. Head? I saw the, the the rectangle dish, and I was like, wait a minute, what happened to the big one? And I was like, oh, it fell off. They must have just replaced it with a smaller, more efficient one. Oh, and why did they need that dumbass huge fucking dish? I mean, it looked cool, but let's get real. Like, probably not that efficient for flying yeah, through asteroid it's fields. It's 70s. And... <laughs> <laughs> when they designed it, they weren't really thinking that. Yeah, right? That was Cars were still made out of metal back and then. And porno still had pubes. and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, and you know what else, too? I really liked the the reverse, like, light side, dark side conflict that Kylo Ren had. Yeah, that, see, that was cool. That, that was, you, like, I never so seen refreshing. Approach, I never seen it approach that way. So refreshing. The pull of the light side, blah, blah, blah. So great. Yeah. Um, anyway. What time? Uh, we're at 50 we're... minutes. You want to do another? Fuck yeah, I want to do another. Right, I ain't cool, done. Cool. Guys, thanks a lot for listening into our second uh, Star Wars special. Uh, we're going to come back uh, right away <laughs> to keep talking about Star Wars. Uh, so uh, listen again uh, about more Star Wars. Who knows where the conversation will go. Um, you can email us at us or no dual at airpodcast.com. I know it's been so long. <laughs> Fuck, I know. Uh, you can uh, tweet at me. I'm at Red is Awesome. Um, Kane's at Caner Wayner. You can email the or tweet at the show at Duel of Taints. Um, and then of course you can always call and leave a message at six five seven triple eight three eight three five. And I know some of you have left voicemails and emails that you want uh, talked about. 
Uh, and we'll try to get to those. And we'll explain. We will eventually explain why we were off for so long. Uh, yeah, we will. There, so, there's a lot soon. of shit happened yeah. in, a, in a month's time. Life fucking happens, and then you realize, like, fuck. Red almost died. <laughs> uh, all this fucking work you do for podcasts isn't as important as you think it is yeah. at first. Uh, but, no, we're definitely glad to be back. We're definitely glad that you guys are tuning back in. I know that a lot of you guys enjoyed the uh, the previous Star Wars special we did. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy this one. We got a lot more Star Wars to talk about. Um like this, the, the, I think we got enough Star Wars. We can talk about Star Wars every podcast until the next movie comes out. Rogue One. <laughs> oh, I'm so stoked that for the next four years we have a, there's a there's a Star Wars movie yeah. coming out every year. I know, I know. I, I can't <laughs> tell you how happy about that I am. I know. I can't tell you how do sad you my think, bank account's going to be. Just take th- my fucking money, Disney. Just take it. Take do it all. Do you think that they're going to be able to do what they did? For the next one in the series, not Rogue One, but like for the next one in the series that they did for this one, fucking buy out IMAX for four weeks, fucking release it just like, bam, mega ultra punch to the face. Are they going to do, do it with Rogue One or are they going to do it with Episode I'm asking, eight? do you think they will do that with the next one? With Is the next one? Like make such a huge the next production one, are you, are you, When event. you say next one, are you referring I'm to I'm talking about one? Episode 8. Oh, yeah, because I don't think you're going to do that with Rogue One. I don't think so either. I think it's going to be a little bit more subdued. There's a lot less pressure on Rogue One to be good. You know, for a long time, uh, the title Rogue One confused me. I kept thinking, oh, Slave One. And I was like, uh, Django Fett's <laughs> ship. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. Slave One. <laughs> no, I, I think there's a lot less pressure on Rogue One than Episode Seven had. Yeah. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see. I, I don't know, like... Would they be able to maintain that sort of pace, right? Where they release it just like, oh, Haymaker to everything. It's a huge event and production where everybody's Episode there. Episode 8, uh, I think you they think will. So? Okay. Well, because, especially because this one's been so damn successful. I mean, it was like that for Revenge. They as well. made their remember... money back in like three days. Yeah. Well, well, for the movie, not not for buying for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the, for the $200 million that they put into this movie, yeah. they made their money back instantly. Actually, almost instantly. Like the same day. Yeah, so it's like... No, they made, like... Didn't they make, like, 500 million in one night? No, in the weekend. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. They made, like, 240 in the first day. Yeah. First 24 ins- hours. Insane Or on Thursday night alone, I think that They're was They're starving it. children in, like, hundreds of countries around the world, and Disney, Disney has made $1.4 billion, <laughs> $1. billion on the movie. But I thought you were going to say, there's starving children all around the world who saved up their money to go to They literally didn't eat for two weeks so they could watch this. No, they've never eaten. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Rhett. And I'm Kane. And it's, it's a, a trap. trap.